Hey, we went live. What the? What's up with that? And now we're finally live. Hello, all, and welcome to Mountain Bears. I'm Ace Knight, and of course, my co-host with the mostest is Techie Joe, and we're here tonight. You guys will be here in a few minutes. Yep. Usually. Yeah, usually. Well, it's Friday. They might be busy. Hey, you never know. Wait, no, it's 2020. You're at home. Get online. Watch our show. Exactly. You have nowhere to be. <laughs> or you should be here. Well, that's true. Yeah. So we had a really good Tuesday night show. We had a very long Tuesday night show. Like, I, I'm I'm thinking if we do that again, I need adult diapers. <laughs> like, that's just like I'm I will I will put my name to that. Like, depends, get in touch. For our next three-hour show, I need adult diapers. Like, no. there was a point in that, like, Marshall. I'm no, I'm just gonna be honest. There was a point in that last like 20 minutes, I had made peace with the fact that I was going to wet myself again. Like, I had time, just. Next time, hopefully, you know, we'll be on the same page, and you can pre-up me a commercial. And then all I gotta do is flip a button. We can go commercial break. I can get more coffee. Well, there's that. There's that. But no, like, yeah, no. I was having a moment there because, like, yeah. Well, Tuesday was a little weird anyway because okay. that was like the night that I was working on one thing and like I like with like eight minutes had to like flip around. Mm -hmm. Get my laptop up, get the camera all functional, get everything going. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it was like, quick, coffee, lights. We're live. Hi. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Hi, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. But, yeah, no. It was, yeah. yeah. No, I'd made peace with it. Much like when I had, like, my gallbladder surgery. I made peace with it then, too. Uh-huh. And I still haven't done it. Like, yeah, adulting. Uh-huh. Hi, Mika. <laughs> Hi, Mika. Hello, Terry. But, yeah, and sorry, I know we didn't get to say, like, individual hellos last episode. It was kind of, whoo. <laughs> yeah, like, you hit live, and it, like, instantly clicked over. We thought we were going to have, like, a minute like we usually do, or it's like, you know, La la la, waiting to go live, oh. and yeah, it's so like the last episode kicked in, or well, uh, coffee shop last episode uh -huh. kicked in with like we were still bantering with the guest, right? Like, last guest one of two, so yeah, yeah, it was uh, kind of funny. It was great. I enjoyed it. Oh yeah, no, it was a great show. It was just it like <laughs> probably our most awkward opening. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. So what's no. this with your background? <laughs> and then it was like, <gasps> live. <laughs> like, well, you know, that's because we have a great background. I'm thinking about switching up for Halloween. We'll see. Absolutely. <clears throat> Actually, I had a thought, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, while I was choosing my festive shirt for this evening. Sorry, guys, I'm choking on coffee. Um, You know, bad inhale moment. But no, I was having this idea while I was picking my very festive shirt 
um, for the month of October. Uh And I was thinking, you know, how awesome would it be if I were not allergic to latex? Uh We could paint ourselves entirely green. So it's just like your beard and eyes and glasses Uh and your hair. And we could wear green shirts. And then it's just like this floating coffee mug. Well, I thought about doing one of the screen share things and let's do a Mountain Bears episode in Second Life. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Uh, can we go live from uh, the, the one gaming place that has the guillotine? Yes. Because, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I think an entire episode in which I'm talking over my avatar going, oh, oh, oh. Would be great. Uh huh. But yes. Alrighty. Well, Ashley does have a question if we're ready for those yet. Give me a second. I gotta do socialing. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, while you're doing that, I'm actually getting. Oh, cool. Got some updates. Awesome. Sorry, little family drama this week. Um, so, yeah, I've been kind of like, mm, careful to always check those. <laughs> you know, eh, mm, yeah. Yeah, it's been interesting just how that was, just you know, seeing dynamics go off certain ways. Well, yeah. And, well, and it's also like really different. Like, usually stuff happens in your family and it's just like your mom calls you or me. Right. And more um, and then like or and like literally that's the only phone call that we get because it's like or everyone else can just die. Like that's your family dynamic. Like well, it's because we've got different sets of superiors. Well, there's that. You know, I I'm, I'm brother superior. We have uncle superior. You know, so in the family dynamics it's like call the superior, they'll handle everything else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, we used to do that, but unfortunately, we got too big for that. Uh huh. Like literally, like you have five kids, and then they start having children, and mm-hmm. then you start with the grandchildren. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. This, this, this phone call, telephone game is not fun. We, we do group messenger. <laughs> like all family problems can be handled in group messenger. Well, one, my family isn't to the point of group messenger. Although Mama Knight is proficient on Facebook. Hi, Mama Knight, if you're watching. Yeah. Um, but um, no, we'll talk about that. You know, the idea of superior uh, responding to crisis as superiors. And um, I think she calls the other ones followers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a minute. Let's grab, let me grab a deck. Okay. I think we'll use the witch's tarot because I think I'm going to keep this one too. Ooh, yeah. You've been finding a few of those decks. You're like, nope, mine. Yeah, there's a few. Um, although we do have the studio set up soon, and the reason I like these is they're small. Like I can stop getting complaints over small over big cards. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. Oh. All right, so let's take Ashley's question. All right, Ashley says, my date of birth is 
2696. Was Tuesday active for spirits or anything like going on with retrogrades or full moons? My daughter, who passed away almost six months ago, very much so made herself seen. Um, and then she has the dates of birth and death there. Okay. Um, we are getting very close. Tuesday was the 14th. Mercury did go into retrograde. That would um, be dealing with communication and technology and stuff like that. Um, and I actually don't need the deck for this. Wow. Um, but as far as your daughter, yes, yeah, she made herself seen. She made herself known. There's also a sufficient date. It's not Christmas in December that you guys can expect her to show up with a bang. Um because she ain't missing it. All right. Well, there we go. And Ashley, I just got to comment on one thing. It is not the size of the deck. It is the motion in the hands. Uh-huh. But again, it is the size of the deck. Because people always, especially, I have clients of all sizes. A lot of small females and small men have a problem shuffling my big decks. And granted, <laughs> that's not a problem right now. Because no one's shuffling my cards except me. Yep, but no one else is playing with your decks. No, no one else is playing with my decks. I'm sorry, this is where my brain is at. Oh. Like, you're just going to be there this evening. You have to read the call-ins. Okay, so Ashley also says, I'm expecting in December, so that's probably true. <laughs> and then hello, Brenda, and hello, Kathy. Yes. Hello, guys. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but no, you know, we are going to attempt, if everyone continues to behave in Kanawha County, um, to go down and do the Taste of the Lotus. Yes. You're going to be doing photos that day. I'm going to be doing readings that day. we got to figure out how to do that. Um, yeah. They're having their Egyptian tea party. Yes. They're having their Egyptian tea party. Yes. Um, and these are going to be more like photo booth style photos. Uh, like I think there's like a small backdrop and some props. Uh huh. Um, so it's kind of you know it's it's a fun party. It's not like a full on like Valentine's Day kind of thing. Okay. Just to clarify. I know, um, but we need to bring your camera equipment home. Do what now? We need to bring your camera equipment home. I need studio photos done. We brought it home. Not the lights and all that. The big bags. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's down there. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, it is October 31st. The Walk Like Egyptian starts at 1 to 4. I will be there from 1230 till 6. Mm -hmm. That's Saturday the 31st. Yeah. Yep. Saturday the 31st. Um, so, yeah, we as long as people behave, please wear your mask. Please wash your hands. Don't come out if you're sick. Um, Asen gets to go out and do readings in person again. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's been one of those deals. Because um, this will be the first time since, what, July? Uh, uh, yeah, I want to say yes, June. Yeah, July or June. Mm -hmm. I've actually gotten to go down to CLS at all. 
It had to have been uh, I, it had to have been like the end of June. Like okay. the reason you're thinking it's July is because it was the end of June. Okay. Um, and that's if it was even that late in this year. I think it was like May. Because we totally stopped in March, and then we had a couple of months, and then you got to go up for one event, and then... Yep. And then we were all yeah. set to go to another event, and it went from like 2.9, 2.4 to 7.3%. Well, something... Yeah, it was something ridiculous. It was like... Yep. Hey, well, so much for that. Like, really, people? Oh... <sighs> uh... Well, good deal, Ashley. Ashley is out of state, but is going to definitely tell her sister about it. Well, good. Good deal. Yes. Good deal. Yes. Um, but no, and readings will be 20 bucks that day. No contact, meaning you guys aren't shuffling my cards. I don't have to go and sterilize them. Um, but you do get a reading. I am going to be a mask. I'd really appreciate it if you're in a mask, um, which I kind of like. Because you got to remember, when I was trained on, on some things, you mm -hmm. know, oh, the client's face. Or they right. said, um, in this one time that I took some training, the client actually sat with her back towards you. Okay, so you couldn't get any facial, like, key in on, like, hey, what's yeah. going on? Like, yeah. are you getting it? Or are you not getting it? Or are you there? You know. Like, so yeah. you can't, like, just, so to speak, you know, cold read and just, like, guess a few statistical facts. Right. Um, and I don't cold read to begin with. But, no, that was, um, it was one of the trainings I went to in Virginia. Um, the it was, it was on, you know, clairvoyant reading. So, of course, there's no cards. There's none of that. Um, but they had us behind the audience. Mm-hmm doing readings. It was cool. It was oh, really cool. Um, this is one of those places that um, also done a lot of mediumship readings, which I'd love to go about, uh, go up and do some at Camp uh, Chesterfield, maybe in 21 or 22, take a weekend and we can go up to Chesterfield for some training. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That could be very nifty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but now you you've had some family um health things going on. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna... But I wanted to also kind of highlight on there. The whole week before you had family health things going on, your tummy was pissed off. No matter what I cooked you. It was a bad tummy week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like into the weekend was a bad tummy week, and then Monday was a really bad tummy day. <laughs> like I'm just sitting here, like I don't know what the hell my problem is. Like I kept walking around, like I have this really like nervous stomach, mm -hmm. and I'm like I don't know what I'm nervous about. Like I I thought for a brief minute, like and, and you know maybe it is, maybe it isn't, you know. Um, but like I kept thinking it was the like the appointment. Because I was driving up Monday for a doctor's appointment to find out about my neck. And I'm like, why am I nervous? Uh -huh. Like, I don't get this. The only thing he can tell me is like, you know, yes, it's fusing. No, it's not. Uh -huh. Which, yes, it is. Um, you know, and if it's not, then the worst thing he can tell me is I think you need another surgery. And I'm like, well, I think I need another surgeon. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why I <laughs> that sentence. You know. <laughs> Sorry to make you choke there. 
<coughs> no, no, no joke there. Oh, yeah. Didn't think you were ready for that one. But no, it was like all day I was like nervous tummy, nervous tummy. And even after the appointment, nervous tummy, nervous tummy, nervous tummy. Uh-huh. And then while I was driving back, the messages started like coming in. And I was like, uh, <laughs> like, well, <laughs> like maybe, uh-huh. um, considering that some of the issues were, you know, uh, at least like food related, mm-hmm. um, in, in like a GI kind of way. Well, um, not only that, but this happens to you often and you've just not noticed it. Point blank, you haven't noticed it. I've noticed it. I've got it journaled, but it's like one of these days he'll figure out he's an empath and he'll wear his hematite ring that I got to go with his other ring. You know, and maybe he'll stop breaking his chakra bracelet, which, by the way, we've decided we're going to solder. Yes. Not onto Joe, just solder in general. (laughs) Thought I'd clarify there. Well, thanks. You know. Yeah, and then I can put like some essential oils on the on the lava stones, and that should help with calming you down too. All right, well, let's work with keep bracelet on. Yes, that's been our problem. Is like every like y'all don't understand. Um, the original bra uh, when I originally got the bracelet, it had one type of clasp on it. Um, I immediately broke that. Mm-hmm. Then the replacement clasp was magnetic. Uh-huh. I broke that. How I don't even know one manages to break a magnetic clasp. Uh-huh. I managed to break a magnetic clasp. Then you've replaced the clasp on it. Uh-huh. And uh, again, got to wear it a few times. And then uh-huh. up goes the weasel. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, oh, come on. I know. But <laughs> it's getting old. It's like, getting I broke bad. it. Uh-huh. But that happens with mystical jewelry. Mm. You know, it breaks, it snaps, it, you know, gets worn down. Crystals explode. Like, I'm just waiting for a few of the crystals in my office to explode sometime. Because I think it'll look great on the wall. Yeah, well, I walked through the door and I was like, what does it mean for my chakra alignment if I broke it again? <laughs> Because Ashley was saying is, I don't think the bracelet's for you. <laughs> well, I think the bracelet's for you. I just think that, you know, one, you've got to start acknowledging when you're having uh, empathic episodes. And I don't know, maybe go soak in a bathtub. Yeah. Well, it's hard to do at, six, you know, 65, 70 miles an hour. Yeah, that was on Monday. You could have done it Sunday or even when I suggested it on Friday. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes there's just not time. Make time. Well, Got to self-care, baby. Well, Brenda's saying she had, understands she had a mother of pearl uh, bead bracelet just break off like someone grabbed it. Mine, I, now the other part of this is it does have like a little charm on the clasp. And I've made the notation a couple of times. I'm thinking that that may also be part of this problem is because it seems like I perfectly hook that thing every time. 
-hmm. Like, however you want to think about it, but it always seems like that's what I catch it. Oh, what's an empathic episode? That's when you're feeling a lot of emotions that has nothing to do with your current circumstances. It isn't trauma, so you don't go into flight or fight mode. It's just like nervous tummy, or it's just nervous, or you're having a lot of unnormal, reasonable normal emotions for you. Or, well, basically, the situation and what you're feeling aren't matching up. Like, what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. Like, that you're suddenly scared, but you're, like, sitting and watching a comedy movie? Like, those two things don't go together. No. Like, mm, why do I... (laughs) Mm -hmm. Why am I having this problem? Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but those happen and, you know, we have built in coping mechanisms. Everybody does. Everybody goes through whenever they pick something up or, and when I say pick something up, it's picking up a vibration and energy or gravitational shield fluctuation. Something is wrong in the force. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that force, it's just aggravative. It's unresponsive. It's bouncing around. Um, And that can be expressed in different ways. You may start breaking out and not knowing why. You may start having emotions that you don't know why. Um, Or you may start doing weird things like I start cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, everything goes through my stomach. Uh And it's fun explaining that. I had to explain that recently to a doctor because I just said it and Uh was like, no, everything goes through my tummy. And they're like, what? And I'm like, every drug reaction, every emotional issue, every, like, if I get angry, if I'm like, whatever the situation is, straight through my stomach. Uh It's going to hit my tummy and just bleh. Yeah, one way or another. Right, and your shock, your solar plexus shocker is always the most affected. Okay. Literally, honey, the times you've had tummy problems and I start rubbing your belly, I'm not being cute. Oh. Well, there you go. And Kathy has a question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, actually, it looks like she has about two going on. Okay. Um, the first one, so Kathy72862, are you sure my malpractice is going to happen? They're down to five business days. Yeah. Right there. We'll break it down for you. We have the seven of cups, which is opportunities. We have where you're feeling now you're kind of trapped with the eight of swords because you feel like you've blocked yourself in. Um and then, you know, your last card is the Three of Wands, looking at where you're headed to next. Okay. So, yes, I do feel like it goes through um, and then going down. Um, and then next she says, I believe some spirit tried to channel me Tuesday and there was serious pressure on the back of my throat and then chest. I'm not a channel psychic. Ashley says it was a heart attack, as in... You were having one, or that like 
the person trying to channel you had or was had one basically i'm assuming right. at that point because uh, spirit channeling okay so yeah would have to yeah. be past tense what i feel more so it was was an upset stomach that calls gird um because i'm not seeing any spiritual energy around you then i do feel like a lot of stress and aggravation is going on now and that needs to be addressed yeah well and also with everything going on right now and being concerned about this case i would have to say like anxiety can make you think you're having a heart attack uh -huh. um i pre uh, had a boss previously um who ended up in the emergency room a few times uh -huh. um because she swore up and down she was having a heart attack uh -huh. you know numbness on the left side like you name it she had the heart attack symptoms and they're sitting there going your your heart's fine i don't know what's going on in your life but you're not having a heart attack. That's the good news, uh -huh. I guess. <laughs> um, though, technically, at that situation, I think she would have preferred the heart attack. <laughs> Probably. Um, especially with, you know, because, you know, stuff happens. Angina happens a lot. It feels like a heart attack, but it's actually an emotional thing. And it can be controlled and treated. And, of course, you always, you know, I've very much am behind talk therapy or whatever if you're having emotional stuff or going through a hard time talk well, it out now with the angina thing though that's not always just an emotional thing sometimes that actually is like just a sign of some form of a heart problem because mm -hmm. that also goes with afib mm -hmm. um which is a big thing in my family um mm -hmm. i don't have it um, but like my dad and my grandmother both did, uh, mm -hmm. his mother, right. um, and yeah, both of them ended up having to take some meds both to control their blood pressure because the mm -hmm. thing you want with AFib is like out of control, you know, angry, you know, high blood pressure, um, mm -hmm. because that only makes AFib worse. And, um, the pain though is usually right at that elevation in blood pressure mm -hmm. so yeah but some good things did happen this week y'all guys can look forward to our review of the amazon cube we have been bored yes. well it was prime day i Tuesday know day. i know i normally look for that in july yeah well i usually i'm looking for it in march like 314 but you know that well that's Pi day. Never mind. Yeah. Got it now. Yeah, um, in July, of course, with the pandemic, it was delayed. Because normally that's what you spend your birthday gift money on. Basically. Yeah. Um, or, you know, usually wait for one of the big sale, like one of their big blowout kind of things. Mm -hmm. um, though I didn't do too bad. Like, I got a really good discount on the cube. Because mm -hmm. um, I got it for like 80 I think it was. Yeah. Um, um, tell them what and, it is. We're not going to do a full review, but you know, some well, don't know what the cube was. Okay, so the Amazon Cube is basically like the bigger, beefier, batter brother of the Fire Stick. Um, it's sort of like you slammed a Fire Stick into an Echo. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, yeah. That's kind of the general gist of it. Um, it, it is well. 
Let me see if I can make the box look presentable. Um, <laughs> sorry. There was a mess on my desk. I got new stuff. I like opened and ran away earlier. Uh -huh. This thing must play with pretty. So yes, it looks like that. Uh -huh. If that's catching the light at all. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what the Fire uh, TV Cube, the Amazon Fire uh, Cube looks like. So yeah, it's it's like the upgraded Fire Stick. Uh -huh. Um, but it is very nifty. Um, I am liking it. I got it hooked up and set up and it is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. It's a lot faster. Right. Like I had one of the early fire sticks. So yeah, mine was getting a little slow and stupid anyway. Um, it's not like not horrifically, not like unusably, but like compare the two and it's like, oh my God, this is so much faster. Right. <laughs> Yeah, like, so, you know, my other bedroom will be getting a fire stick. You'll mm -hmm. be getting a cube, which that removes the dot, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Well, it removes the spot. Yeah, it removes the spot. Yeah. I actually would really like for the spot to go to your desk. Okay. We um, can, I was kind of thinking that earlier is maybe that would be the better place for it. Right. Nothing. Well, we're hitting the unfortunate part. As, like, some of the equipment ages out, like, we've been trying to move it to different places, but now we're getting to the point that, like, I could throw a dot on the patio and just not care about the fact that it's not water waterproof. Well, like we're literally getting to the point that it's like, meh, it's a second generation dot. No, because we're at that point of I'm about ready to go Acosta, and especially if the uh, the other system comes out cheaper than what it was, we may go to that system. Yeah, um, you you were really liking the uh, home hub from Google. I'm like, really liking the home hub from Google um, because it listens, and there isn't this. We'll switch profiles and switch profiles and switch profiles. Well, but I think it can do some of that. Um, we just set the one, like we set up Crystal Lotus Shop, um, like right before all of this hit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we got a really great deal on those. Yeah. Um, and we talked about that a while back. That was, uh, what, right after Christmas? Right after Christmas. We got them for five bucks a piece. Yeah, apparently they uh, did a really bad Disney deal. Uh -huh. Um yeah, yeah. They they tried to do a frozen Google Home Mini combo gift uh -huh. um, with a copy of the Frozen movie book or Frozen 2, I think it was. Yeah, Frozen 2 book. Yeah, thought it would be a really great promotional thing for them. Apparently, it didn't sell for crap because everyone just, I guess, thought it was like the book. Uh -huh. And was going to be like a really like, you know, pretty pink princess, like Google Home Mini or something. Uh -huh. um, so no one was buying them. So we yeah. were picking them up for like, what, five bucks? Yeah, five bucks. bucks? Yeah. Well, because it was a twin pack, wasn't it? No. Nah. No, they were. Okay. I thought they were twins. Mm -mm. We okay, got a twin pack were... for 20 because we bought two That's extras. Right. Two extras. Yeah, they were just having a really good sell on those. But yeah, we were getting them for like ten bucks a piece, and I was like, "Cool, yeah, let's do a case study, see how this works in a business." Uh -huh. Which we're love. We loved them when we were down there. Uh -huh. uh, 
they're loving them. It gives you an automatic, you know, you can turn on the music, you can do whatever instantly throughout the store. Each person can have their own music. Um, because what we're running into with the Alexa is she's not listening to me or, you know, lights aren't being like half the house isn't in my profile to control. Like last night I even got up and just went and unplugged the light. <laughs> I Yeah. Yeah, I think. And unfortunately that does happen. Like it, Amazon really hasn't worked out that whole like uh, two profile household concept. Right. Like that household thing isn't working all that great. Yeah. Um, and most of the stuff did come from the house in Princeton and got added to this house. So it was already in my profile. Right. And so, yeah, she totally knows what I mean and does what I say. And then she's like, who are you and what do you want? Uh-huh. I don't oh, know yeah. what that I, is. You know, on your task list is to reset the home networks. Yes. All of them. Oh, yeah. Put me into your profile on Amazon. I'm done. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So, yeah, Kathy loved what she got as a Patreon. So, yeah. very cool. Yeah. So, um, as a Patreon, let's kind of go over that because we just got that out in Grias. We were 15 days late. I'm sorry. I had dental yeah. surgery and nothing leaves unless it gets my review. And if, you know, I don't know if I haven't reviewed it. I'm not going to be putting it out there because I don't put out crap. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. So the magazine under the under the table and dreaming is out for Patreon members. It will go up on Monday for public buy. Mm -hmm. uh, it's two dollars an issue, um, and you can actually go and get September's if you missed it. Um, okay. Other Patreon exclusives: you always get your videos ahead of time. You get um, like they're getting videos that aren't even out on YouTube yet. Mm -hmm. And they got a really cool background, which I like this one, this month's background. You done really well with it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I like, like I've liked the, the, I like the September one. Like I like this month's, but I also like the September one. The uh -huh. September one was pretty cool. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, this one, like, and I was a little worried with this one because I was afraid maybe it might be taken the wrong way. No. Um, just because, like, the two things I was combining. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I'm going to go with it. Yeah, and you got immediate feedback from our patrons that loved it. Well, there you go. And I confused you when I shared that with you because he doesn't get the Patreon mail. I do. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, there's not a Patreon list serve. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it's like, no, there must only be one. Right. Like, nope, that's it. That's all. Aww. Mika puts them on her phone. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, we will be rejoining the Patreon a little bit um, because there's some things on there that I don't think Patreons are really liking. And some things I've seen on others that I'd like to include, yeah. um, mainly the the, the uh, private group. There will be a, a barista group. Yeah, we're gonna move away from the Discord concept because we always forget to launch it, and it didn't seem like anyone was really interested. Like I'm, I'm thinking that was one of those things. It sounded like a really great idea, and just not our audience. Well, I think like, that it's a great gaming audience that already mm -hmm. use it. 
Um, I don't think our audience uses it. And I'm seeing a lot of other Patreons move over to Facebook private groups. Yeah. You know, so be looking for that development. That way, you know, you guys can participate in more polls and, you know, even share news stories and we can get into some good coffee talk in there. And that way we can also host the Q&A that is going to be coming up sometime next week. It'll be a Patreon-only Q&A. Ooh. Yeah, of course. Then again, I don't know what can they ask us that we haven't answered here. Like, oh my God, we take most questions pretty well. Well, I know, but this is where they can get personal if they want. Okay, how? Yeah. Personal? Like Reddick asked me anything. Oh God, you're the one that came up with the idea. I know. I must have been drunk at the time. Um. No, you weren't. <laughs> I know. I'm never drunk. <laughs> like, I wish I could have that as an excuse. Like, I have a family. Like, you do not understand the amount of alcoholism that, uh -huh. that I should be able to rightfully claim. But no. I'm the one that ends up being genetically screwed on drinking. Uh-huh. Um, actually, we have three different levels. We have a dollar a month, that, mm -hmm. um, and then we have the $5 level and the $10 level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So, as a Patreon, you will also be referred to as a barista, you know, coffee shop barista. We were trying to play with it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so those memberships are um, uh, Tall, Grande, and Vente. Yep. yep. Um, Again, we were having fun with it. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> that'll be good. That'll be fun. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's just more interaction. We uh, kind of missed a holiday that's more for this show than it is the other show. Well, we didn't miss it. It was, I like, we didn't get to it last Friday, and then it, like, if we had fit anything more into Tuesday's show, we like, oh my God. Um, killed me. Basically. Um, but no, so uh, National Coming Out Day was October 11th. Um, so yeah, kind yeah. of a big one. Fits more with Mountain Bears than Psychic Coffee, but yeah. Some, I mean, because, you know, you know, I get to come out as a psychic. I get to come out, you know, as a papa bear, I get to come out as gay. Um, what else is there? Well, let's save the rest of that list for the Q&A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those are not exactly Mountain Bear's public-friendly guide. Yeah. I to the oh, yeah, I get to come out as a wish. So, you know, National Coming Out Day when it originally began, had a lot of focus on GBLT um, things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. Yeah. Like, that was its original thing, but there's a lot of broom closets that we're all in. Um, and that's sort of where it's been drifting into. Yeah. Um, it got accepted by a lot of communities, which is really cool. Right. Um, you know, and, like, the whole language and the concept really resonated. Um, right. though, then again, knowing, you know, by any luck, we probably culturally appropriated the concept. I don't know. 
Um, we culturally appropriate that one. Is, is uh, like, uh, did we steal it from the pagans? And y'all are just sitting back there going like, well, we called it coming out of the apothecary cabinet, but whatever. <laughs> no, I really, that one I don't think had a poetry appropriated. Um, <laughs> I was not having a heart attack. <laughs> but, you know, it, 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 uh, this whole cultural appropriation thing is a new thing, so don't quote me. I'm not the expert on it. But no, I think National Coming Out Day was ours. It's like National Act Up Day was ours um, and is ours. Mm -hmm. But, you know, over and over, it isn't just one event that we will not go into on either of ours or I ain't going into mine because you know if we ever get if we ever get monetized YouTube will demonetize us for my coming out story um, mm -hmm. but we repetitively get to do this coming out thing you know once you do it once you know it's kind of like you have to keep doing it well true yeah well and it, it doesn't ever end no. Like, it really doesn't. No. Like, there's, like, it just keeps going. Um, You know, it, it's it's always going to come up every new per person, mm -hmm. every new situation, every new job, every new neighbor, every new mechanic, every new doctor, every new pharmacy, every new... Mm-hmm. <sighs> So what has been your most funniest coming out? The funniest one? Yeah, because we have horror coming out. Well, okay, like the, the big family one was kind of, yeah, a thing. Um, and my, can I point out, we were talking about the family, like all problems can be handled by group message. Uh-huh. Yeah. My dad started this shit with my coming out and mass emailing. Uh-huh. Just saying, literally all family issues can be handled through group messaging. Uh-huh. Um, that's the only funny takeaway take I have from that story. Well, I think positive singing coming out. Well, in. there were positive singing. Right. Yeah. But, no, from, like, that side of the story, from, like, the dad interaction, yeah, that's the only funny thing I have. Um, but yeah, no, um, I think the funniest one was like my very first, which was my friend, Susan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Susan from college. She's fun. If her daughters are ever watching this, call me. I have so many stories. Your mother is nowhere near as innocent as she told you she was. Um, anyway, love you, Susan. Bye. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I can get her in so much trouble. Um, but anyway, came out to her and we were eating at the time and she was like, pass the salt. And I'm like, did you not just hear what I said? And she's like, yeah, I knew. Anyway, pass the salt. <laughs> it's a what? Oh my God. Yeah, so my response to that was, well, you could have told me. Uh, yeah. Saved me some time. Not really. It isn't like you were 50. Hey, I was 19. 
Exactly. It saved you. And that was a bad year period. Um, like, yeah, that was just like, that was my second year in college. And it was like crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I was 19. It was bad. Like I didn't handle my 19th birthday at all. Like mm -hmm. most people freak about the big O's. Mm -hmm. You know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. No, 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 no. I'm the weirdo that backs it up a year. Like, I'm fine when I got to 20. I was fine when I turned 30. I will be fine when I turn 40. Mm -hmm. But the nines always get me. Because mm -hmm. it's the last one before the next one. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I hate the nines. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm good. I, I'm good. I've got it all out of my system by the time I hit the O. But, yeah, the nines always get me. Sorry. But, yeah. Yeah. So what was yours? I think my funniest one has been um, you. Okay. When I told you what I did, and you're like, uh-huh, okay, cool, cool. And for two years, this man thought I could read his mind. No, I said, I don't know how much poking around you're doing or think you're doing, uh -huh. <laughs> but it's like, don't do that. Uh huh. Don't appreciate it. Get out. Uh -huh. <laughs> Stay out. Mm -hmm. um, just as a general, like couples things, because I'm sorry, I don't know about everyone else's relationship, but if you're looking into my head at the wrong moment, you might see a knife. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that's normal in any relationship. You know, it's kind of like my version of the fried green tomatoes. Like, you know, sometimes he's watching the, uh, the uh, game and she just wants to hit him upside the head with a baseball bat. I'm there. I identify. <laughs> but, you know, that's me. Um, but no, I don't know. You don't want to go with your original coming out? No. <laughs> the original coming out is I decided to invest in door in bedroom door lock. <laughs> and using them. Yes. <laughs> that was the irony of your original. <laughs> like just a little teaser of the rest of the story. His dad kicked in a door that was unlocked. <laughs> or he came in to turn down the stereo. Because he thought at 2.30 in the morning, everybody should be asleep. You know? <laughs> and Shannon is... Uh, um, you don't need to look in to uh, look in my head. You can literally see it on my face. <laughs> Being too normal again. It's just like, eh, I ain't got time for that. Oh, poor Emily. I was sorry. I just got to the Emily uh, Emily's comment. Okay. Um, a good friend of mine came out to me one day, and my hubs and I looked at him. And we were like, um, and. Uh -huh. I told him I'm studying in both the music and art fields. You think I can survive the art world being homophobic without suffering regular anxiety attacks? Anyhow, that was part of the artist complex. Well, there's a fair amount of that, but I mean, oh my God. 
Uh-huh. Like, I'm sorry, but if he's an art major, he's at least by. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a good chance. Mm-hmm. Like, well, now, granted, I'm a little skewed. I went to UNC Gay. Like, literally, we call ourselves that. We're UNCG, University of North Carolina at Greensboro. Literally, it's UNC Gay. And so, yeah, basically, the odds were a lot more, you know, mm-hmm. up there. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're an art major. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. you're. Oh, you're in the music department. Mm. Yeah. But then again, it was kind of the same for, oh, you're in IT or you're, you know, in a business administration. Really, I just think every major is gay. That's what I think. That's what UNCG taught me. No, like, that would have been interesting to be in. Like, no, I like, but where I'm literally at, like, I'm thinking back on my college careers, I just assume all women are heterosexual and that pretty much every guy's gay. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, my, that's what my college education taught me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I'm at. That's how bad the statistics were. <laughs> right. Like, low number of lesbians, lots of gay men. Literally, you had to have a hump and walk with a limp in order to not get a date as a dude on that campus. It was, like, impossible. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, you, yeah, UNCG is very out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a question. Oh, we have a question. Yeah, me um, Looking down through. What were you listening to? Pay me black. Ah, there you go. All righty. Yeah. Oh, bless his heart. I'm reading, like, this is me live reading Emily's comment going, oh, bless his heart. Oh, yeah. So apparently she has a homophobic cousin that was a bodybuilder, wore nice clothing, was an art student, and got hit on much by other guys during college that he became incredibly paranoid about looking as not gay as possible. Oh, gosh. Oh, poor, poor baby. Some guys just, like, can't win. Like, they just can't. Uh-huh. And then I think there are some guys that it's like, no matter what they do, it's just like, mm-mm, No. For whatever reason, you are just going to get hit on by dudes. Like, sorry, it sucks. Every woman who talks to you is going to think they're, you know, your new best friend. Uh-huh. Um, like, you will be permanently friend-zoned. You just can't right. cross that line somehow. Like, somehow everything, like, dings off. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, and Brenda's going with the the general theory of no matter how straight you think you are, there is at least one person the same sex that you would do. I could call that fair enough. Mm-hmm. Like I I think if most straight guys were honest, there's at least like one person that they at least have enough of a fanboy crush on. Mm-hmm. Like you know that like. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'll do it. <laughs> right. 
but no. So, you know, it's always fun. It's always, in, for me, it's always enjoyable when I come out and just watch people. Because it normally changes the situation quickly. If I have to make it that pundantly clear. Oh, and Ashley is of a definite agreement. And Mika is like, please tell us who. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we'll um, talk about that on the open Q&A for Patreons. The, there you go. Write that down. Oh, as, as what what is our equivalent? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll put that in the open Q&A. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Um, but no, um, if you were so not awesome to be, um, came out to first, feel very privileged because that's normally like their testing grounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, like my friend Susan just used it as like the biggest punchline ever. What, pass assault? No. Like she, like I had to go through a long period of like teasing with her. Uh, like it just never stopped for a while. Uh, and it was like, oh. okay, granted, I am the one that made the mistake of inviting her to go with me to Peter Pan. Yep. <laughs> Brought that one on myself. Brought that one on myself. Peter Pan? Peter Pan. Theater? Yes. Theater uh, production of Peter Pan. Live stage cool. production. Yes, it was great. Did he fly or did he just bounce around on stage? No, they flew. Ah. Right about that line that, like, she was deadpan silent we we were watching the play i am fully engrossed in the play i know the story but i'm still like totally engrossed in the play it was a really good production and then i forget what the exact line is and she leans over uh-huh and you know i i forget what the line is but she repeated it uh-huh and i was like did you just seriously ruin Peter Pan for me? <laughs> like, I hate you. Like, oh my God. Yeah, a lot of people know before we say anything. Um, some people don't care. Uh, yeah. As in, they don't care. They'll continue the behavior you had to draw a line to. Well, see, now my coming out kind of started in the category of dad was questioning my ear piercing. Mm -hmm. And one of my sisters, not mm -hmm. to be named, uh, made the comment of, well, I wouldn't be so concerned about the ear piercing, but somewhere between the sweater vests and the penny loafers, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I did. I like, like, I really did. I used to wear sweater vests and penny loafers. Well, finding penny loafers is hard to do now. Do what now? Finding good penny loafers is hard to do now. I know, right? Yeah. It is kind of... Uh-huh. So, yeah. I'm like, sorry. I haven't replaced those since. I haven't found anything I love. Yeah, well... Um, in sweater vest, I was never a sweater vest person. I was more the um, vest... Just the vest. T-shirt and vest was my look. 
Okay. Yeah. Kind of get where you're going there. Like you, I mean, not the same, but similar. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know. I like the vest concept because typically it's a little more comfortable than like a full on jacket or a full on like sweater. Mm -hmm. Like that's my problem is I just get overheated. Well, and I really have problems with and sweaters in general. They just drive me crazy. Granted, they're polyester normally, and that doesn't do, or wool. And again, I don't do wool. Yeah, you can't wear wool. That's like, yeah, no. Yes. Um, but, well, but now some of the acrylics, some of the acrylic yarns really are sucky. Mm-hmm. And I had one. Um, and that was the only one I ever bought like that is it looked great mm -hmm. and I bought it for an occasion. Um, you know, like it was an immediate rush. It was also my, I think a hundred and some dollar sweater mm -hmm. from Walmart. Let it process. I don't well, okay, getting into the event, my mother had just passed away and I came back to West Virginia and the only thing I didn't pack was anything. I did not pack a coat, was not wearing a coat when I drove up because I was left North Carolina and I bought this stupid sweater at Walmart um, because it looked nice. It looked like formal enough. It would be warm and I could wear it to a funeral and be graveside and all that. It was $18. And unfortunately, when I left North Carolina, the other thing that I did was at the time I had a West Virginia bank account and a North Carolina bank account. And when I grabbed the checkbook, I didn't pay attention to the fact I grabbed the West Virginia one, mm -hmm. which had like $10 in the account or something ridiculous. Um, and I wrote a check for the sweater thinking I was pulling it out of the North Carolina account. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I got a, a, a lovely little notice sent about my bad check the hard way. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, it was like a hundred and some dollars by the time I paid all the crap off for the bad check. I was like, oh, my God. But, yes. Oh. Uh, uh, oh. Oh. Well, Phoenix Knight is trying to figure out uh, who he would be gay for. Mm -hmm. um, Awful Tower Boys? It's a band. Okay, cool. Got it. Um, sorry, wasn't catching that. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> but um, I do have a question. Is that the green sweater that's in my closet? No. Good. No. No, that's the actual nice acrylic sweater. Okay. Like there's two forms of acrylic yarns and one is really, really good. And it's like, like that is like soft as like a blankie. Um, like it is so super like not nice. Um, the one that I bought for mom's funeral, unfortunately was like wearing like Brillo pad. Mm -hmm. um, and like, I think I probably spent the entire <laughs> service going, oh my God. Why did I do this to myself? Well, yeah. In general, it's just, I don't know. That'll probably get worn once this year. We'll mm -hmm. see. I mean, twice. I am not the sweater dude. Because I get too hot to get with. 
Well, see, I think you'll like that one because that was the one that I always loved for the fact that even though it looks big and bulky, it actually is like really breathable. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't trap a lot of heat. It just looks bigger and bulkier. It looks like a really warm sweater, but it isn't. It's like the actual perfect sweater for big dudes, uh-huh. um, which is, should be funny. a thing. Hmm? Gee, thanks, honey. What? <laughs> Oh my God! You're letting the ten pound difference in our weight really go to your head, there, dear. No, honey, you called me a big dude. Why? What? But anyhow, some of the funnier things that has occurred in our relationship is he was shopping for me ten years before he met me. Basically. <laughs> Basically. Uh huh. He's just now started buying collars of things that I don't care for. He's or look crappy on me. Well, you know, I had like one ex start to dress me, and apparently they were dressing you. <laughs> um, I well, technically, if you go with my pattern of exes, they were dressing themselves, but on my body. Because mm-hmm. we've noticed, I didn't know I had a type. Apparently, I have a type. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. Um, but no, so yeah, I ended up like following the pattern. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I can just buy more of this. Mm-hmm. And I did. Yeah, <laughs> for me. Um, but no, that's been fun. That's been really confusing for people to try to keep up with our wardrobes. Yes, there are those out there that clock our wardrobes. Like, wait, what? That type of thing. Um, But something we've learned is we are two different people in a crisis. Mm -hmm. You know, I am Father Superior. This is what we're doing. This is how this is going to be handled. X goes wide. Y goes to Z. A goes to three. And Q four to five. And you're like... "Uh, Okay. But you're better at instant crisis. Well, it, it kind of, that's what I was going to say is like, it's not always the same crisis. It's like, there's different types. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you hit the floor in front of me and I'm going to be the like chest compression 911 dude. Right. Um, like that's a given. Um, that's just like literally given my life. That's all that would almost be like another day at the office. Right. Um, or like figure out what your problem is. Like, are you diabetic? Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. I know that like that was a moment with my dad is he was so bad mm-hmm. at managing his diabetes. And like he never did understand what the A1C test told them, mm-hmm. mostly because his doctor never explained it. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, yeah, no point in lying to us, but we'll let you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's probably the only thing keeping your A1C score where it is. <laughs> um, but no, he used to do this thing. He realized early on before the A1C test that they would only read like the last few pages mm-hmm. of his test results. So if he could be decent for two weeks out of the three-month appointment cycle, 
Uh-huh. They would only flip back a couple of pages and then be like, well, you're doing really good at managing your diabetes. Uh-huh. Well, the way he did that is for the last two weeks before his appointment, he just didn't eat anything uh-huh. until he passed out. Uh-huh. And then he would eat something and then go back about his day until he passed out. Uh-huh. So, so that he, he kept having like these... Do what he, he was a pioneer of the devil wears Prada diet. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> like I'm a flew away from my ideal weight. Um, but no, I mean, that's what he was doing, though, is he was trying to keep his numbers between like 95 uh-huh. and like 130 because uh-huh. that he figured out that was the range. They were you know, like, if he stayed in, they would tell him he was a good boy. Uh-huh. Um, so that's what he did every two weeks. Right. And then he would literally come out of that appointment and eat like massive amounts of candy. But I got used to the whole like that last two weeks because you couldn't tell him any different. Mm-hmm. Um, you could not get him to understand like you're doing more damage right now mm-hmm. than like if you just kept doing what you were doing. Right. Like just leave it alone. Yeah. Um, just try to moderate a little. Um, but no, he would just do the random crash and I'm just like, okay, I know what you did. When's your next appointment? Uh-huh. Like there's only one reason you're passing out and it's your blood sugar. And there's only one reason you let it got, uh, get that low. Uh-huh. And it's not an accident. It's intentional. When's your next appointment? All right. Well, you know, yes, I did get my A1C done today, finally. Um, yeah. Um, and for me, it was more of a scheduling issue. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it is kind of a mess. Yeah. Because usually, because it's a fasting lab and they expect you to come in at like 8 a.m., like everyone who works like somewhere between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, no, if I come in at 8 a, 8 a.m., I had dinner like four hours ago. Right. Well, normally <laughs> three. Um, <clears throat> Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah. And that's been, a, you know, so, you know, I emailed Doc and like, I'll get it done. Just make sure the order's there. And then we figured it out and planned out for today. Because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I can do X, Y, and Z and get by with it. That works. Mm-hmm. Um i.e., you know, we will have dinner at 2.30 tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's basically what we did. Um, and then you went in, and I'm sure, did you get that moment of, like, you understand these are fasting labs? Uh-huh. Even the prop on the screen, did you eat within the last 12 hours? No. Yeah. I had to sleep for four. <laughs> basically. So, that's always fun. Yeah. Doctors never get that. Oh, he's a midnight shift worker. He lives at night. Well, but then there's the flip side of it is I actually got uh, both scolded and appreciated in the exact same sentence by a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, because one, I forget to eat all the time. Yeah. Um, and I'd gone to this doctor's appointment and it had just been that kind of day. Uh-huh. That like I got up and like hell havoc and chaos ensued. And then I had a doctor's appointment uh-huh. 
and they're like, okay, well, we'll do a lab order, you know, um, come back in, you know, it's a fasting lab, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why can't we do it now? Right. And they're just looking at me like fasting, like, let me slow it down and see if your dumb brain can follow. <laughs> no eating. And I'm like, I haven't eaten in like 18 hours. Right. I'm as fasting as I plan to be. Right. What? You know, it was, and so it was like this back and forth comment where they're like, oh, well, yeah, then we can totally do that. And you shouldn't do that. Right. <laughs> like I got scolded and appreciated. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we can go ahead and do that today. You know. Yeah. Well, let's look at our news beat and what all's hitting it. Oh yeah. Um, have you been keeping up with this kidnap kidnapping plot? No, you were telling me about that one, and I never could find it. Like, well, granted, not you also do what now? Not the local case. Oh, not the local case. You don't want to go into the local case, do you? Uh, I can't. I'm going, to, I'm going to spill some beans. He went out for cigarettes. Uh huh. And he comes back, and all he can say is. I got a little worried there for a minute because it looked like the entire West Virginia division of the U.S. Marshal Service showed up at that store. He said, actually, the uniforms are way better than they used to be. Uh Uh-huh. That was my other comment. Because I pull into the cigarette store, gas station, that's going through major rebranding. Hmm. Again, can we point that out again? Like, it was a shell when I moved up here. It has become an Exxon, and now it's becoming a BP? Honey, you have the wrong gas station. Oh, the wrong gas station. Sorry. This is the town near Mart that was a Kroger's fueling station. Oh, my God. Even more confusing. And then they became an Exxon. Then they became uh, M&P. Now they're becoming a BP. Uh, yeah, the fun of that. You're the right. one you're talking about was a shell station. Was built as a historical shell station because they have all the. Assault. They have the old pumps, which is really sad. Yeah, like they have the really cool, like what '40s era gas pumps, the mm-hmm. ones with the big glass cylinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool, but because they all were branded with shell, they just like did the worst attempt at covering up branding I have ever seen. Again, they, they should have went... Right. They could have just took and changed out the gloves, which maybe they haven't been able to locate them. But, you That's know, so they're now an Exxon and will be an Exxon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I pull in thinking, okay, I need gas and cigarettes. No big deal. I look up in the rear view mirror and in pulls these dark blue um, U.S. Marshall trucks. Gorgeous, gorgeous, you know, Cadillac trucks. And I'm like, okay. And then two more pull in. And I'm like, God damn it. What the hell? What have I done? Like, like who did I threaten recently <laughs> that would warrant this level <laughs> of respect? Just Jim Justice finally gets an attitude, or you know, maybe you know, 
the big orange dude is a little bit working down his hit list and he's a little low on victims today. Um, and they all get out and they're all like standing around. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Also, while apparently thinking this might not be the worst arrest ever. <laughs> uh, of course, because you know they're all in their attack gear, and I the old attack gear looked like it was fit on dummies. Like I don't know who designed their wardrobe, but someone needed a tailor. These boys, because yes, that's what the U.S. Marshal Service was thinking when they picked out uniforms. Was you know how fabulous should we look while taking down a suspect? Well, loose fabric gets caught on crab. Uh -huh. uh, you know, that's why you take jeans and you wash them. And while they're still wet in the middle of summer, put them on and they will shrink down and they fit nicely. Um, but I'm thinking, damn, that someone got into the wardrobe department. So I get out and go into the cigarette store. Of course, you know, tall and beefy one and tall and beefy two are talking to the little cashier and start talking to me and I'm like okay and then I realize I knew one of the dudes I'm like what the hell are y'all doing here and he's like oh you know <laughs> heard there's a guy that kidnapped two girls and we think that they you know something has occurred with the two girls and he was sighted up on the hill and I'm like okay I need this cigarettes and this cigarettes and this cigarettes <laughs> I'm getting out of here yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to, of course, tease him, and you know, um, I, I forget what my exact comment was. I'm sure you remember, because really. I know you said something about they looked hungry, and I, I decided to play with that, and you were like, "Not that kind of hungry." <laughs> yeah, they did. I'm sorry. The, the boys outside looked like they were ready to go, like play a football game and take on like the university which they used to do and no longer do uh because they always lost but no they looked hungry look they looked like they were going for bounty um and what was weird was my reaction and i really didn't catch it to afterwards i started messaging my friend i'm like get the kids in keep them in lock the door this ain't going to be pretty when they catch him and i'm still saying it ain't going to be pretty when they catch him well usually isn't like kidnapping, I don't think is something they play with. Well, like, it's yeah. not one like like younger kidnapping. No, that's that's not playtime. That's right. not you know crazy armed dude in an office level playtime. Right, that's but like, there's a difference. And for those that have dealt or dated law enforcement, you know this difference. There is a difference of well, fuck. I gotta go pick this dude up, and I'm going to war. Okay. Yeah. It's this total different mind. It's kind of like you call it ace in mode. Mm -hmm. When I'm going to go do a big show versus, okay, let's go down the CLS for the day. Right. Yeah. Well, and some of that is also like the size of the venue, the number of people you're going to see, and like getting geared up for the fact. Right. That like it's going to be a nonstop read. It's just like this is eight hours of readings back to back. Line them up. Let's knock them out. Yep. Yep. Like, we but, should technically only be able to do 30, but somehow we're magically going to do, like, 60. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. But no, they were they were hunting. They were ready to hunt for bear. They're still looking for the dude. So guys, if you're in the southern West Virginia, all the way to Charleston area, keep the doors locked. Well, there is that. Yeah. Or be on the lookout for you know hot U.S. marshals. Well, enjoy hot U.S. marshals. <laughs> I'm glad to see that they're actually beefing up their look because I'm telling you, they look like they at one time, and the FBI done this too for a whole like. Five years, it looked like they all bought their outfits at the thrift stores. I was like, damn it, aren't our taxes paid for something? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> Apparently not, because I'm telling you, some of those leisure suits, honey, were from the 70s. Oh, you know, it happens. <laughs> but we have casual mail now. It's cool. Finally. And you can always tell the quality of the agent by how they look. Oh, okay. Sorry, I've worked with enough of them. I thought it was just you could tell whether they were married or not. No, you can tell the quality of an agent by how they look. If they look like they stepped out of the Sales and Roebuck catalog, they're going to be a crappy agent. But if they step out, if they come in here looking like they've got their shit together and are dressed to impress and want to be a federal agent um they're going to be damn good agents and it's because they take pride in their work it's that whole theory of man club but no i'm talking about the kidnapping plot between um uh the two kidnapping plots now one was to kidnap the governor of michigan and the other mm -hmm. one was the kid the same team decided to kidnap the governor of virginia oh god that's that's kind of like, uh, <laughs> sorry, Phoenix got me. Um, but like, we'll put that comment on ice for a minute. Um, but I'm ching ice anyway. Um, but no, um, like that's just such a, oh, like 2020, this is where we're at. We're ready to, like, people are actually ready to kidnap governors. Like, can we stop just for a moment? Well, here's the thing with it. This is nothing new if you know history, because there was a large plot for many years to kidnap Archmore in West Virginia. That's when governors started getting security and were given security. Mm -hmm. For many years, many almost 150 years any of us could walk into the white house and have a conversation with the president well understandably but i mean it, and then it went to you know and walk into the governor's mansion and have dinner with the governor uh, not under invite just well not justice he lives in lewisburg i know and he ain't missing meals <laughs> well that's obvious like I like I am not fat shaming our governor, but I he is not emaciated. No, he, he is doesn't. not missing many dinners. Well, no, of course, and he's getting and you can tell he was raised up as a justice because look at it, his eating habits. I promise you, there is a I don't care how fancy of a chef he's done, there is a tin of bacon grease in that refrigerator. If not, he'd be thrown <laughs> out of the family. Well, there you go. But yeah, no. Um, but no, I, I, like still though, it, it just kind of, 
I, I get historically it was more possible, and I also get that it is the reason that we have better security for a lot of elected officials. Like, once you hit a certain point, you get better security. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it, it also, it just, like, w- what do you think you're doing with that? Well, not only that, but hello, this is 2020, not 1832. Well, and like, I really hate to say it. I'm pretty sure that there is like a no negotiation like aspect of that. Like we're like, no, not going to happen. Like we are not making that a thing. Well, uh, it's not only that because they weren't going for negotiating for money or anything. Well, do what now? They were looking to try her. Okay, I thought this was more so about reopening this, uh, like the state of Michigan. It is about reopening the state of Michigan. Well, but I'm sitting here going, like, it's going to be a kangaroo court and, you know, yeah. a made-for-TV drama kind of thing. But otherwise, like, what do you think you're going to accomplish? They're not going to negotiate this out and give you anything. Nah. Like, you're not going to get a meaningful change out of this. Right. Like... I think that's also part of the thing is like if your security detail were to fail mm-hmm. and you end up getting, you know, kidnapped, like there's not going to be a lot of negotiation there. It's just right. kind of like, well, this is awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, well, know. Again, you know, and this is the facts and this is why you know, people do not think this out. No, you're not getting negotiated with. There is no negotiation for kidnappers. There's you're going to be the one hanging. Well, because ultimately the theory is it, when you start allowing negotiations and people getting their way through kidnapping uh-huh. or paying them off, etc., um, you just encourage it. Right. Like the more like viable it is, the more people do it. Right. It's sort of like, you know, if you quit going after bank robbers, uh-huh. you have more bank robberies. Right. Like, it's it's kind of a, you know, if you can just walk into a bank with a gun and be like, give me all your money and then go home. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, why wouldn't more people rob a bank? Uh-huh. Like, it's a big deterrent to go, no, 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 this is a crime on many, 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 many right. levels. <laughs> and bad, very bad. Right. You know, like, mm, no, you don't want to do armed robbery, bad idea. Right. Um, you know, go do a, a nice white collar crime that no one prosecutes. Right. You know, like money laundering. Mm-hmm. Well, or embezzlement. And apparently, U.S. authorities are already investigating Russia again, supposedly about disinformation efforts targeted at Biden. Oh, goody. Yeah. Yeah. We knew this was going to happen. We've known this was going to happen. Please, guys. You know, and there's this big Akon, Akon thing going on. Twitter took it down. Okay. I missed something. Um, the conspiracy theories about how QAnon. There you are. There we go. Sorry, you got to get me a, le- a little closer. Like QAnon. Got it. Yeah. Now. I know we like. There's too many acronyms right now in our world. 
it's kind of crazy. Right. But anyway, QAnon, which, you know, guys, really? Just looking at the information, I have to question competency. That there's this... Go for it. Well, I'm just going by, like, the photos we saw. I was with, like, the one commenter is looks exactly like the group of people you would expect to come up with this plan. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a bonfire and there was beer. I will guarantee it. Uh-huh. I will guarantee there was a bonfire, beer, and loaded weapons. Mm-hmm. Definitely all three of those things happened. Right. Lots of tanked up. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, who, well, a news organization that's kind of surprising me because I hate them, and I have hated them for a while. But Fox News is doing an about, about front here. Have you noticed that? Yeah, we were talking about that the other night because I was just sitting there like they're giving Mayor Petey a lot of airtime, mm-hmm. and he's getting in a lot of really good jabs with like anchor, like their primetime staff is just like you know, dying goldfish on mm. the stuff he's saying is it's just like, Oh, uh, 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 we got nothing. Yeah. Um, because like there, there have been a few, cause right now he's kind of stumping for Biden mm-hmm. and yeah, like the, he's gotten in a few good li- one liners. Right. Like there, there are some really good resonating messages. Um, I think it's kind of scary at least in the sense of like hi fox news is currently against the 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 gop incumbent uh-huh. and they're letting you know someone stumping for the the democratic challenger not only on air but giving him a free pass on some pretty good hard burns uh-huh. Like, well, not only that, but it's yeah. like the reporters aren't even prepared for the answer. And I'm like, what? What are y'all guys doing? Uh, you oh. know, have you seen the way the election's going? And went, oh shit, we better bank somewhere else. Do what now? Because they're even like delivering hard lines to Trump now. Mm-hmm. Calls into the show. Well, and the reality is, I don't. I think that's it's almost a point. In the beginning, it was kind of laughable. Like, hi, it's Fox News. Of course, they're gonna, you know, go all like woo uh-huh. out there with their, you know, like. But when you get too extreme for Fox, like that's kind of scary. Yeah. Like, Fox will typically like go pretty far. Uh-huh. Like they're like okay, we'll go all the way over. Like how far right field can we get? Right. Like no, keep turning. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I think we can go a little more right, um, right. or a little more extremist. Um, but now that they're like kind of snapping back, like too far, too far, too far, too far. <laughs> like course correction, course correction. We can't do this. <laughs> right. And I'm watching the PD on because it's like they're like. Mm-hmm. That's not a news reporter. You're supposed to be able to handle the news and rotate. Well, and ultimately, it's never ask a question you don't already know the answer to. Oh, my form of questioning. 
Well, effectively, uh -huh. like general senses, you don't want to ask a question in a news interview you don't already know the answer to. Right. Um, at least within you know generalities, like you don't want to have someone just sit there and spin a web of lies, uh -huh. and then you're like, okay, well that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for being on. Blah blah blah. Uh -huh. You know. Right. Um, Starting off. Exactly. Okay. And for the soda drinkers, we are sorry. We will mourn the death of Tab. I personally don't think I've had it. Have you? What, Tab? Tab died? Tab is dying. After 60 mm -hmm. years, they're retiring it. No more Tab. Oh. No one cares. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What's your, uh, your thoughts on the iPhone 12, which is now under pre-order? Oh, God. Another iPhone. Um, yeah, I'm waiting to see what that's going to look like because that, I think, goes back to... Oh, kind of where Apple is in general right now with their processors and, like, what this is going to look like. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen the specs on the 12 yet. Right. Um, I don't know... If this is just going to be an yet another new iPhone from Apple that is so much like the last iPhone from Apple that, like, what did they take away this time? The screen? No, they're not <laughs> a charger or earbuds for you. They do not provide a charger or earbud? earbuds? Mm. Yeah, you have to buy them yourself. Oh, we uh, are on Android right now. Do what now? We are hard Android. We got asked, are we iPhoneers or Androiders? We are our Androiders. Yeah. Yeah. We want I'm, too poor for, I'm too poor to be an Apple boy. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I've had to accept that in my life. I'm too poor to own Apple products. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I'm not in their income bracket. Um, and, and that's point blank legitimate is that, unfortunately, with Apple products, um, and the way they handle right to repair and just the general upfront pricing on the, you know, their computers, etc., computers and tablets and all that. Um, I, I'm too poor to own Apple. Uh -huh. Um, you know, anything in the PC slash, you know, Android realm is at least may not be your best day to have to replace it. Mm -hmm. but typically a lot more affordably replaceable. Right. Or at least repairable in some instances. Like, yep. Apple screws with you a lot. Like, break your iPhone 6, see what happens. Yeah, you can't fix it. Um, I'm going to say even up to iPhone <laughs> 10 or 11, you can't fix them now because I've got iPhone 12s coming. Um, I would say that, well, again, it's all going to depend. Uh -huh. Um, because now Apple does like the fact there is a resale market. Uh -huh. Um, like the 12 owners will, you know, take their 11s and the 11s will be sold and 10s from sure. the 11s and on down the line. But they eventually hit a point where they're like, no, quit reselling uh -huh. like or quit holding on to this. Right. Um, that even if it'll handle the newest update, which I will give Apple points for that, most of their, their hardware line is updatable. 
Right. They, like that is the downside of Android is like we cannot seem to get like consistent continuous updates. Like I understand when the hardware won't do it, mm-hmm. but when a manufacturer is like, no, yeah, your phone is three years old. We are not even going to give you that. Right. Um, because we are kind of stuck there with sure. um, not Google giving us updates, though they did start including security updates directly <laughs> through Google, but actual OS updates. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we don't like those are controlled. If you own a Samsung phone, you're whether or not you get the latest, greatest version of Android mm-hmm. is controlled by like Samsung. Right. Or Motorola controls their entire product line. And sometimes it's arbitrary. Mm-hmm. Like now, you're sitting there going, this phone got it, but this one didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, please help me understand why this phone could, but this phone can't. Like they have almost identical specs. Well, I love my Androids. I actually, my favorite best smartphone I've had has been my Droid Max. Like I can do everything and anything with it. The GT Mo- the G Moto that we have that I have, I really like. Of course, it's Motorola. Motorola is always good, um, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's the first phone you've really liked since your Droid, your Motorola Droid Max was this Moto G. Yeah, yeah. And we're already looking for Asen's next phone, and I'm going Samsung G, Samsung Note, I believe this time. Um, depends upon what we do. If you get a new phone or, if, uh, and you inherit mine, like you did on this one, uh-huh. or if you're getting the new phone, because if like, if you do the inherit, I, I can already tell you what you're getting. Well, and that would be the note 10 plus, which is what is my daily driver. Like, hi. Yeah. And it's in cool rainbow. Like uh-huh. it's not just a skin. That's what my phone color is. It's this like, prismatic thing um but no the uh if you do a direct purchase we were looking at either the s20 ultra or the i think it's the s20 note ultra mm-hmm. i forget I like samsung yeah. modeling drives me crazy i like your phone yes mostly. um i'd like to what do you not like about my phone what do I not like about your phone? That like that's where I just got lost. Like, what's wrong with my precious? That it's a C. I have 300 Android cords and like four C cords in this house. Literally, the Type C port's killing you. Yeah. Oh my God. You yeah. choose the weirdest features to be like, no, I don't like that. Well, I don't like it right now because I don't have a seaport, and every time I get in the car, I gotta hunt my cable and where he stuck it. No, it's usually dangling out of the port in the floor where you left it. <laughs> this is the difference, though. Like, I bundle cords up. It's an IT thing. I do it just out of habit. Like, I do. I sit there and I like neatly coil my cords and wrap them, and yeah. No, you like, I don't know how many micro USBs we've lost because they were in the passenger floorboard and someone stepped on it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, again, we're looking at probably going Android Note 10 is where I'm looking at going. 
just because it'll be easier. We got to make sure that it has the same port as you because I'm tired of the cabling issue. Mm -hmm. Especially places where I don't, I think that we should have cables at. Mm -hmm. Like there should be a cable in the bedroom. Where's my cable? It was there. Uh huh. It I lived there. Run it. Oh, you mean like that? Yeah. 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 Oh, I had to do a thing. Oh my god. It was yeah. horrible. Um, but yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Shannon. Her <laughs> kids throw a fit because I have. She has her charger plugged in, and they don't know where I put theirs. Uh -huh. um, I'm like, it's here somewhere. <laughs> That's the answer I normally get. Yeah. You know, and I saw that there, the, the phone is now up to $1,200 for a phone that lifespan wise will last you a year. That's $100 a month. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Well, and that's one of those things to consider is now technically the average lifespan of a phone is 18 months. Right. Technically. Um, granted, a lot of companies will contract that for like 24 or 30 months mm -hmm. if you're doing the per month pricing. Right. Um, and we actually did an article about that. Like Patreon's got a cool article, um, yeah. in September about the high cost of, um, switching on cellular. Mm -hmm. Um, and part of the boil down on that is that I'm a big proponent, um, like both phones that we have were bought outright. Mm -hmm. Like I bought this like full price. Um, granted, this is a refurb. Mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and point that out. This is a refurb. Um, you know, I, and I'm not opposed to that. Like the really good phones, if you're very, very careful, uh, -huh. And you watch your vendors, you, you know, because I go through Amazon because I like their return policy. Uh -huh. um, but if, I don't have a problem with refurb as long as you're very, very careful with who is selling it. Uh -huh. And making sure that this is a reputable vendor, that everything looks right, that what you get is what you paid for. Uh -huh. um, typically can be okay. Right. Um, I like, I'll risk it. I like, I like, I'll risk it. Uh -huh. Um, I also know people that have had some really bad luck. Um, I will outright say eBay and like, be very careful on your phone pricing. Uh -huh. If it's too good to be true and this goes for any platform, but eBay is especially bad for it. Uh -huh. If it's too good to be true, probably isn't a true actual Fox. phone from right. that manufacturer no you're getting something sorry no buying phones off wish um oh god please no please yeah. don't buy phones on wish um, please don't do that brenda says that she uh, she keeps hers she jumped from iphone 6 plus to an 11. Mm -hmm. i wish i had that ability at one point i was up to carrying through four phones just to keep okay. up yeah um, typically that's like, usually at the point, like I max phones out. Mm -hmm. Um, I have not done that with the, um, galaxy note. Uh, the one I have right now, I haven't done that yet. I'm still a good ways from it. Mm -hmm. Um, but typically within a few updates, I've mostly maxed my phones out. 
Mm -hmm. um, and that's just the sheer amount of stuff going on on them. Right. Um, like the whole reason I upgraded and you have my old phone, I maxed it out as far as I was concerned. I couldn't do anything else with it. Right. Um, but when we we were actually able to consolidate, because you had gotten up to two phones again, mm -hmm. we were able to consolidate you down to one mm -hmm. and that's it. And you're still running pretty good. Like you're not running into any big issues. Um, Battery life is the biggest one. And the whole reason you want a new phone is because the technical contact made fun of your antiquated device. Well, no, the whole reason I want a new phone is my Instagram game needs upscaled. <laughs> uh uh, this no, this started with the network, and one of the developers said you had an old phone. And well, that was the first time. No, 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 no. The first <laughs> time is when you can't, when you, I looked at your phone and it looked like a damn Spider-Man. What? It's got three cameras. Well, yeah. Well, actually, it has more than that. Sorry, I dropped my phone. I do that all the time. It's, well, technically one, well, it's four cameras. It's quad camera. But then there are, like, there's the flash, and then there is also, and I forget, I think it's infrared technology um, yeah. hidden in here somewhere. So, yeah, it does a lot of everything. Right. Um, but it takes really nice pictures. Yeah. And, you know, the some of the issues, because I'm beta testing an app, um, some of the issues I've brought up are been based on older technology. I'm like, if I'm going to keep beta testing, I have to get something better. Um that, well, but that was you know, my cell phone is just ridiculous now. But I think that was also good for them mm -hmm. is because they had a very large iPhone users group. Right. Um, and then they had a very like eclectic um kind of Android group. Right. So most of their iPhone people were within a couple of generations of iPhone. Right. Um, and we're all basically up to date, had all their updates. Um, I'm sure that was part of the beta testing. I would have made it that mm -hmm. part of the beta testing is if you're in the iPhone group, you better have all your updates. Like right. we're not playing around with this being an issue that was corrected like two weeks ago. Right. Like get your updates. Right. Um, you know, whereas the Android group could be all over the place because okay. I mean, iPhone, like you're 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 kind of locked in. Uh -huh. um, you know, it's not like there there's one manufacturer. It's very much a known phone. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of sit there and go, we support down to this OS and this model. Right. For these reasons. Um, versus like on the Android side of it, you could be dealing with anything from, I picked up my phone at Dollar General mm -hmm. on up to, hi, I just bought the latest, greatest thing from Samsung the minute it dropped. Right. But, you know, in past tense, my mm -hmm. focus was always, I have to have a new laptop. I have to have a great laptop. It has to be a decent laptop. It has to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And I can't have Z or D on my computer. Mm -hmm. Now it's over to the, everything is on the phone. Mm -hmm. Almost. You know, there's still some housekeeping and stuff that I can do on any computer. 
um, yeah. which I'm going to be testing if I can do it on my what I call my backup system. Mm -hmm. uh, but so, and I think the thing pausing for a second, I think the thing you may end up actually liking the most about some of the newer phones mm -hmm. is Dex. Yes. Um, in which you can actually hook this into a, a Type-C hub, mm -hmm. um, and it will actually function like a little Linux computer. Cool. Um, you can hook it, and with that hub, you can hook it to a full-size monitor, a full-size keyboard, a full-size mouse, all mm -hmm. the you know, accoutrement, mm -hmm. and even wired internet. Uh -huh. um, all of that together, and I think you would, for the most part, be pretty well covered for things you need to do business-wise while traveling. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you would have, mo like, pretty much all your bases covered. So, right. yeah, we did just um, sort of obsolete your computer a little bit. We did. Um, I could possibly even use a Walmart brand computer. All right, guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be looking for notifications if you're Patreons because those different things we're going to be rolling out. And if you've not joined our Patreon group, hit it, Vanna. Uh, yeah. So waiting for you to fix that. There we go. We want to thank Beverly Walker, Mika G., Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda Bryant, and the Crystal Lotus Shop, located at 89 Old Main Plaza in St. Albans, West Virginia. If you're in the area, please make sure to check them out. And if you'd like to learn more about becoming a Patreon sponsor or more about us and the show, please check out PCSPNetwork.com. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. And you guys have a great weekend, and we will see you later. Bye, y'all. Bye.